everyone, and welcome back to the Self-Care Conversations podcast. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to push through when all you want to do is give up. We're going to talk about things like finding motivation, building resilience, and prioritizing self-care, something we pretty much talk about every week on here. You guys know I am a big believer in self-care, but I'm really excited to dive into today's episode. You guys really enjoyed last week's episode. So first of all, I just want to thank you for all of my new friends. Um, My Instagram has just really been blowing up for the last month, and I've been consistently getting all of these new friends and followers and I just feel like all of my dreams are honestly coming true and I feel like it's really nice to feel like you have someone to relate to so the fact that I can do that for you guys it just means a lot to me sometimes life can feel really overwhelming and it's easy to lose motivation and keep going But it's important to remember that challenges are a natural part of life. And it's through overcoming them that we grow and become stronger. In this episode, we'll share tips and stories that will help you keep going when things get tough. By incorporating these strategies into your life, you can build resilience and over time, even the toughest challenges that you face. One of the biggest challenges when you feel like giving up is trying to stay motivated. I absolutely hate relying on motivation, which is why I always rely on discipline. There are so many more days that I am not motivated than I am. So relying on motivation, I just think is such a bad way to go about your growth journey. It's going to make it hard to stay consistent and to keep this journey sustainable because motivation simply will not come all the time. But when it comes to finding motivation, I hate relying on it but I think it's a good place to start I definitely have motivators and motivational things that help push me through when I'm kind of struggling a little and even though I have to really rely on that discipline the motivation can kind of be the icing on the cake if that makes sense here are a list of strategies that can help you find the motivation that you need when you're going through tough times number one set small achievable goals This can help you build momentum and give you a sense of accomplishment, which can then motivate you to keep going. Number two, remind yourself of your why. What is it that you're trying to achieve and why is it important? Keeping your ultimate goal in mind is a really good way to stay motivated. Number three, surround yourself with support, whether it's friends, family, or for me, my online besties like you guys, or maybe even a support group. But having someone in your corner who believes in you and can encourage you, it makes such a big difference. Now, I want to go through those three little tips and kind of break them down for you and give you a few examples of things that I've gone through where these things have helped me. So setting small and achievable goals. This is literally how I created my 4 a.m. morning routine. I would be someone who would get up at 7 a.m. and rush to get to work. And I would find myself just working all night because I work for myself And I just really wanted to train myself to be more of an early bird. I know seven is already kind of early for a lot of people, but my mom growing up, like she was up and running around the house at 5 a.m. So I kind of grew up being forced to be an early bird. And now that I'm older, I totally understand why. And I was trying to get back there. So I was waking up at seven and Justin wasn't even home because he leaves before 7 a.m. And I really just wanted to see my husband before he went to work. I wanted to be able to have some type of time with him. So getting up early and implementing my own routines was honestly just for the simple fact that I wanted to spend more time with Justin. But what happened is when I started to create that routine and it started to become 
a habit for me, I realized that these routines are honestly like my medicine and they're really what keeps me going and what keeps me from having a bad day, especially during the week when I'm trying to hone in on my goals and grind. Yeah, I literally said grind, you guys. I don't know why so many people are kind of scared like when we say grind and they're just like, ah, hustle mentality, hustle mentality. I don't have a hustle mentality, but I do believe in grinding. I do believe in grinding when it's needed. I think that there's a balance with anything in life, but I think that you can be too hard on yourself and you can also be too gentle. Having a balance with keeping yourself accountable, but also treating yourself with kindness is key when it comes to your growth journey. I've kind of been on both sides of this situation where I have gone really, really hard and burnt myself out to where it put me in a two-year rut. But then I've also been on the other side where I've tried treating myself with so much kindness and I was being so gentle with myself that I ended up getting absolutely nothing done. And in result, I ended up getting into that rut again. So it's really important to treat yourself with kindness and to be gentle with yourself. But also it's really important to keep yourself accountable and keep the promises that you make to yourself. There's a fine balance between everything, you guys. But with trying to get up at 4 a.m., I started really, really small. I knew that my end goal was to get up at 4 a.m., but I knew that with me getting up at 7 a.m., that just was not going to be sustainable if I tried to go to zero to 100 real quick. You know what I mean? I started with trying to get up 30 minutes before what I usually did. So I started with 6.30 for a week straight. After I nailed that down, I then worked on moving that time frame. 30 minutes every week from then. And now I would say I get up pretty much every day at 4 a.m. It's a really easy habit for me. Sometimes I'll sleep until 4.30, but it's not really a big deal to me. I just find that pushing myself to do something really hard in the morning really makes it so that I can help achieve my goals. And it also makes me feel good about myself. The fact that I did something that hard that early in the morning just makes me feel, I don't know, invincible, unstoppable, successful. But I was, but I would never be able to do that if I wouldn't have started small. And when it comes to reminding yourself of the why, I think that's the biggest motivator. That is honestly my form of motivation that I go to more than anything else. It's honestly reminding myself of my why. Why am I going to the gym every day? Why am I grinding? Why am I pushing myself to my highest potential? Well, that's because I personally want to live a life full of full-time travel. I want to travel the world full-time while I'm doing my job. And in order to make that happen, I have to not only be able to take care of myself, but I have to be able to take care of my husband and my dog because they would be coming along with me. So that's something that I'm working on right now. That's something that I'm putting all of my effort into. And when I start to lose sight of what I'm doing and things get really tough and I don't want to keep pushing on, I remind myself that if I can just push through this day, if I can push through this, my goal of being able to travel full time for the rest of my life is just that much closer. I really do find that that is a very, very useful way to spark some motivation if you're struggling. And number three, when it comes to surrounding yourself with support, I know a lot of people are going to be like, I don't really have anyone. I don't have anyone. I'm alone. I know that there are a lot of people in that predicament. I keep my circle so small, you guys. Like the only person that knows every and anything about me is Justin. That is literally it. And if you don't have a spouse or you don't have someone that you can confide in, I would kind of look for more like mentors, kind of positive people that you could be around. You know the saying where they say you are the 
five people that you surround yourself with or something like that. I think this is a really good way to look at that tip. So if you don't have family, friends, or like a support group, first of all, you can join a support group. Go on Facebook groups for different hobbies that you're interested in. I've done it before. Also, I have used Bumble and meetup.com to find friends because I'm not someone who makes friends easily. I'm just very introverted. So I'm never going to be that person that like comes up to you and is like, hey, be my friend. So I find that doing things like Bumble and on and meetup.com and now Instagram. Instagram's like the number one place where I meet people now. But looking at different ways that you can kind of find support, telling people the gists of things and your overall goals, just, you know, the bare minimum that you can tell them, I think can be really helpful because if they are a true friend, a good family member, etc., then they really will give you that push and encouragement that you deserve. Remember, finding motivation is not a one-time thing. It's an ongoing process and it's okay to struggle with it from time to time. But by implementing these strategies and staying committed to your goals, you can find the motivation that you need to push through even the toughest times. Another important strategy for pushing through is building resilience. We are going to talk about how you can develop resilience in your own life. One way to build resilience is to practice self-reflection and learn from your experiences. When you're faced with a difficult situation, take some time to reflect on what happened, how you responded, and what you could do differently in the future. This is going to help you grow and develop new skills that will serve you well in the face of future challenges. I always find myself self-reflecting. Last year, I feel like I just did it way too much to where I was overthinking every little thing that I was doing. But self-reflection is such a good way to build resilience. I honestly feel like it's why I'm having such a strong come up in 2023 because 2022 was all about building resilience. I was one of those people that was so quick to blame everyone else for why I was unhappy. And once I was able to build that resilience, it was so easy for me to accept the fact that I was the reason that my life was not what I what it wanted to be. It was no one else's fault but my own. And once I was able to build resilience, I was able to find that out really freaking quick. And it's gotten to a point now with every single bad situation or confrontational challenges that I that I come across, I always self-reflect at the end. Even if I know 100% that it is not my fault, there's always something that you could have done differently and there's always something that you could have grown from when you look back on challenges in your life. So I think it's really important to always self-reflect on every single bad or challenging thing that happens to you. It's really going to build that resilience. And when you build resilience, you build confidence. And when you have confidence, you then are allowing yourself to live the life that you truly deserve. Another way to build resilience is to focus on the things that you can control. While there may be many things that are outside of your control, such as the actions that others take or the circumstances of your situation, there are also many things that you can control, such as your attitude, your actions, and your mindset. By focusing on these, you can build a sense of agency and empowerment that will help you tackle even the toughest challenges. I find that the most unhappy people fixate on the things that they cannot control. I have seen so many of my family, friends get mad at silly things that they simply could not control. And do you know what that leads to? It leads to unneeded 
anger, unneeded resentment, and it sets you back on your growth journey. Every time that you let something that's not in your control control you, you you lose. You literally lose. When I start to get triggered by anything, I always ask myself, like, is this in my control? Is this something that I can control? And if the answer is yes, then I figure out what it is that I can control to make this situation better. But if the answer is no, I have gotten to a point where I can finally just be like, okay, I can't. I, I, I can't do anything about this. I have no control over the situation. Yes, it sucks, but it is what it is. And it is so easy for me to just roll things off of my shoulders now. It took a lot of practice because, again, you're building that resilience. But once you get there, nothing can bother you. If you can learn how to not let the things that you cannot control bother you, then you will literally be able to roll any and everything off of your shoulder. Every confrontational issue will become nothing to you. It will be not an issue, bestie. I'm telling you. Coming from someone who was so non-confront coming from someone who was so non-confrontational their entire life, like I felt like my entire life was just built off of fear. Like I was fearful of literally everything all the time and I cannot believe that I've gotten to this point where I've built this resilience to where I feel comfortable enough to not let the things that I cannot control affect me. Finally, it's important to remember that building resilience is an ongoing process. It's not something that happens overnight, but it's something that you can work on every day. By staying committed to your goals, practicing self-reflection, and focusing on things that you can control, you can build the resilience that you need to push through even the toughest of times. Taking care of yourself physically and mentally is so crucial when you're going through a difficult time. It's so easy to neglect self-care when you're focused on achieving a goal or overcoming a challenge. But by doing this, you are hindering your progress. When you're not taking care of yourself, you're more likely to feel burnt out, stressed, and exhausted, which can make it even harder to push through. Here are some self-care strategies that can help you stay strong and focused when you're going through a rough time. Number one, it seems so simple, but get enough sleep. Aim for at least seven to eight hours to help your body and mind recharge. Number two, eat a balanced diet. You guys know, especially for my girlies who struggle with eating disorders, I do not want to tell you what you should and should not eat, but I do think that putting whole foods, good, healthy fats, healthy carbs, healthy proteins in your body, doing this is going to affect your mood. So making sure that you are putting good foods into your body, you will then have good feelings coming back out. Fueling your body with healthy foods can help you feel more energized and more focused. Number three, exercise regularly. I say that and not every day because we don't want to build unsustainable habits, but I talk about this all the time. Movement is honestly my medicine. If I do not get in some type of movement every single day, my body just doesn't feel right. It doesn't mean that I have to have a hardcore 600 calorie burnout workout. But maybe it means just going for a walk. But whatever it is, moving my body is so essential when it comes to prioritizing my self-care. Number four, I talk about this a lot. Take breaks regularly. I set my Alexa... I set her up to where she reminds me throughout the day to take breathers, to take breaks, to take walks, to eat. I remind her to literally tell me to do everything. So do it on your phone. Remind yourself to take breaks. Remind yourself for your exercise routine. Remind yourself when you need to eat. I find that I am way too busy to be able to stay on top of all of these things in my head. So having some type of journal, 
planner, reminder on your phone, etc. That's really going to help you stay on track of your self-care. Treat your self-care like you do any other assignment at work. Schedule it in. Make it happen. And my last tip is to practice self-compassion. Remember to be kind to yourself and don't beat yourself up if you don't do the things that you've planned. Self-compassion can help you stay resilient and in the face of all of your challenges. By incorporating these self-care strategies into your life, you can stay strong and focused as you push through difficult times. Remember, taking care of yourself is not selfish. If I hear someone else say that, like I'm literally going to freak out. It's necessary for achieving your goals and living a happy, healthy life. Wow. I feel like I have not had this short of an episode in a while, but um, I don't know. I feel like we kind of touched on everything perfectly. Um, and honestly, I hope that by listening to this episode, you can push through even when you feel like giving up. I hope that these strategies and stories have helped you feel more motivated and empowered to keep going. Remember, you are not alone and you can overcome anything with the right mindset and support. Thank you guys so much for listening in on today's episode. Don't forget to rate the podcast and give us a follow on Instagram under self-care conversations podcast. And you can follow my personal account, self-care with Carissa on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you guys have a zenful week. I will see you in next week's episode.